Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Alex. Um, we have a fun mini-sode Yay, today. We do. Um, this week, mm-hmm. we are having a book talk talk. Book talk talk. Which I know you said was hard to say at first, but I think it really f- has started to flow very it nicely. Has. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at book talk talk t- <laughs> speaking. <laughs> um, so book talk talk is essentially us talking about a book mm-hmm. that is not SJM. Nope. That is Book Talk Popular. Mm-hmm. Um, our Patreon members vote on what books we talk about. Mm-hmm. And this was the next chosen one. Yeah. So today we're talking about Divine Rivals. Yes. By Rebecca Ross. Which I have another book of hers that I haven't read yet. I think it's called like River Enchanted or something like that. Oh, okay. Or the Enchanted River. Mm-hmm. So I need to read that. I just, yeah. I'm all of a sudden having an image of that book on my bookshelf. Anywho, um, so this was a book a lot of people have been reading it recently. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give us the Goodreads summary? Yes. Well, and I also thought it was interesting that it's now popular because it came out in April of this year. Interesting. And it's like, I feel like generally with all the, you know, like early reviews and arcs and stuff like that, people are like preemptively like talking about it. I feel like Mm. it didn't, I didn't see anything about it up until like this past month. And then all of a sudden it's just. It's been a couple months. Yeah. But I got it actually on the stuff your Kindle day. I was just like reading through book descriptions and it was, I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then everybody's like book talk talk. And I was like, oh, well, perfect. This is already (laughs) on my list. Convenient. Yes. Uh, But anyways, here is the description. When two young rival journalists find love through a magical connection, they must face the depths of hell in a war among gods to seal their fate forever. After centuries of sleep, the gods are warring again, but 18-year-old Iris Winnow just wants to hold her family together. Her mother is suffering from addiction, and her brother is missing from the front lines. Her best bet is to win the columnist promotion at the Oath Gazette. To combat her worries, Iris writes letters to her brother and slips them between her wardrobe door where they vanish, into the hands of Roman Kit, her cold and handsome rival at the paper. When he anonymously writes Iris back, the two of them forge a connection that will follow Iris all the way to the front lines of battle, for her brother, the fate of mankind, and love. Shadow and Bone meets Lore in Rebecca Ross's Divine Rivals, an epic enemies-to-lovers fantasy novel filled with hope and heartbreak and the unparalleled power of love. Mm. Mm. Sweet. What did you think of this book? I really liked this book. Mm -hmm. I wound up giving it a four star. Okay. Um, And I don't know if there's like specific things that were like made me love it more than other romance books, but I just felt like I knew going into it, it was YA. So Mm -hmm. like, I do think that helped my mindset reading it. Um, but I loved the mix of like reality with fantasy. Yeah. Like tying the magic in. But it was just Very like Crescent City like. Right. But it was just I love 
anytime there's writing in a book, I love it. So <laughs> that instantly gives me points for that. But I just love that it was like two journalists and like he knew who she was, but she didn't know who he was. And like, I love the journalistic competition between them. But then I love that it was just like reality, like was such a big slap in the face that she's like, what am I wasting my time here for? Like I need to be out like doing things like helping people, helping like doing what I can with the skills that I have and like choosing to go out to like the front lines to report on this war, maybe find her brother, but really just like give people at home, like the honest truth about what's happening. Um, and just like being able to like have letters from this person, like mysteriously come and like, have that reassuring sense of home like I just thought was such a sweet thing like I don't know if it's like tied to like when Josh was deployed and it's like we wrote letters all the time Mm. like I think maybe that's why it's like so much more romantic to me than just like other ways of falling in love Mm. maybe I don't know but like it really like reminded me of that like him being gone and like just like waiting for that letter to come is so sweet Mm. so I like loved it I love that yeah makes me like the book a little bit more <laughs> on your behalf because I actually I gave it three stars I yeah. don't think it was a bad book yeah I don't know if it was a for me mm-hmm. book because I wasn't yeah. super excited about it yeah for sure um I interestingly love a war movie mm-hmm. I did not necessarily enjoy like a war focused book okay because I think for me that's such a much more visual experience mm-hmm. than like a auditory type right you know what I mean yeah um so it was a little difficult for me to stay engaged because of that okay and also ironically I love Mm -hmm. letters in real life yeah but when they're in a book I always feel like they're so cheesy (laughs) like it almost feels like authors tend to like over dramatize the letter in order to make it stand out from like Mm -hmm. just the regular writing of the book Mm -hmm. and so then it just feels extra so I I thought that that was like a little cheesy and then Mm -hmm. I had a really not that I don't like cheesy usually but it just makes it so that the letters aren't my favorite right and then like I said it's hard to stay engaged in war but I Mm -hmm. thought the world building was super interesting Mm -hmm. and the concept was so cool where it was a little like with with the wardrobe and the letter passing and the secret and I just, I did think that was really sweet. I thought it was beautiful in the end. I thought it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I will say, mm-hmm. Roman, I was not interested. No. At all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this was just, I. this book was not a bad book in any yeah. way, shape, or form. That is not why that is three star. It was just not a for Alex book, I yeah, think. Yeah, which is totally fine. Yes. It's valid. Roman, I just, I was there were moments where I was like, get over yourself. Like you're obnoxious. Like just do the thing. Like, why are you being so emo? He felt emo at moments. I was like, I don't want you to be emo. This isn't fun emo for me. Um, and I know that in the the description, Mm -hmm. they mentioned he had like jet black hair, but I kept picturing his blonde. And I like, I don't know why. (laughs) So the book was a little bit of a struggle for me at times, Mm -hmm. but it was a quick read. I think overall it was a very pleasant experience. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see about the sequel because it, apparently it's going to be a duology. I think this, the, I thought the second one was out. Is it no, not? it comes out later this year. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a duology, but I'm actually more excited for the sequel mm-hmm. based off of how this book ended. I was very surprised at how this book ended. Yeah. See, so like I knew... I knew her brother would come back in at some point. I yep. didn't think he was dead. 
Yeah. But I really thought he was the leader of the side of the, like Enva's army. Yeah. I thought he had like secretly gotten promoted and was like leading battles yeah. and stuff like that. And not he was that not. He had been like force flipped. Right. And now Roman's been force flipped. I know. And what is oh, that going to look like? That broke my heart. I was like, no. But also I'm like this whole which, okay, by the way, spoilers, if you mm-hmm. haven't. Oh, yeah. Book. Sorry. We Sorry. are spoiling for sure. Sorry. I was convinced. And, like, they kept going so hard into how Enva is the god to side with. Right. Part of me is like. Is she? Is she? Is there going to be a twist? I don't know. But it's like for. That? When they were saying that Dak. Is that how you say Dakar? Like the other god? D-A-C-R-E? I so, yeah. Or I, sa- I was saying Dakra. Okay. Dakra. But. Whomever. I. To me, I'm like, there's no way he could actually be good when he's force flipping people. Like, I know he's saving them, but he's like forcing them to fight for him. So I was like, could he be good? Or is it that like neither of them are? Right. Yeah. They're both just bad. And like they're gods. Right. And unfortunately, like the humans are going to suffer because of it. But this concept of like Dakro wanting Roman to show his side of the war, it could be narcissism Mm -hmm. or it could be there's another side that we're not seeing. Right. No, I but totally agree Forrest with that. was fighting it. Yeah. Also, I'm curious if Forrest is going to die. I definitely think he's going to die. Because I, what I'm gathering mm-hmm. from the end of this book is like, if you leave him, the healing that he did is not slowly gonna... like false because he kept talking about these old injuries. Right. Were... And then he started bleeding. Like... Yeah. So I think he's going to die. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe that's it. Maybe it's not that Dakra is like force flipping them. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm rescuing you. Right. And, and if this you leave, only works when you're near me. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a potential possibility for the second know. book. I don't know. But so I'm actually like, it's interesting because like I said, I three started this. I wasn't like super, super interested. Yeah. But by the end, I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. I want to know what happens in the sequel. Yeah. Because these twists got me going like what yeah no definitely very good twist at the end i think also they got why'd they get married that quickly i felt like because it's war i know but i felt like this relationship didn't actually like develop did it okay maybe it's just me maybe this (laughs) this has to be just me no it's totally fine like you because i my head was just like you guys like i understand the letters passing i understand falling in love Mm mm-hmm and like being, but it felt like they were just like at the beginning of that process. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we're getting married. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how did we escalate to that? So immediately, and maybe I just didn't understand the passing of time very well. And maybe I just don't understand the concept of war. war. I'm not married to a soldier. So I have not remotely had those kinds of experiences. Yeah. Um, so I think I just had a different I think personal it's perspective that came in but i kind it. of like that like i like when there's books that we don't necessarily both like or like yeah. like in the same way so i think it's i think obviously it proves that we have opinions we don't just love everything that book talk loves and everything <laughs> true story um but no i think it's good like i think it's good to not like everything to not agree on everything yeah and i think having different perspectives from life make a huge difference in how you you know read books like I think about that book that you were talking about that was like the Stepford Wives kind of like reverse how it's like you saw it so different from people that didn't have kids exactly and it's like I think being you know married to a soldier 
definitely plays a huge factor and probably why I liked this book and like totally understood why they got married right away. I was like, I get it. I know people that have done it. Like that's so funny that you're like, yeah, of course they would give me. Of course. Like, (laughs) so I think just like having that perspective and it's like, I wonder, like, I'm curious about the author, like if she is like family members with soldiers or like, I feel like she would have to be to like know that perspective to write about. So I'd be curious to like research her background a little bit more. I'm also wondering now the other series of her or the other Mm -hmm. book. I I don't know if it's a series, but I wonder if there's a war element to that one as well. Cause like Rebecca Yaros has a whole, as an example, Mm -hmm. has a whole string of romances that are all, military related so right. i wonder if yeah because her husband is a soldier right so i wonder if military. rebecca ross mm-hmm. does something similarly i don't know i don't know either That'd be interesting let's see i was gonna see if there was any like good quotes to call out but did you like okay so i know you didn't like carver slash roman yeah um <laughs> what did you think of iris slash winnow um i I I loved her drive to go into the war. I I felt so sorry for her with her brother like leaving to go into the war mm-hmm. and then her mom just like her mom dying and being the alcohol. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. The fact that she has the strength to carry on is mm-hmm. like insane. Yeah. Um, and so I just I was so impressed at how brave she was to mm-hmm. go into the war. Cause for me, I immediately that TikTok sound of like, I'm just a baby, like comes into my head. And it's like, if someone asked me to go to war, I'd be like, I'm just a baby. Like, I cannot go into war. Like, no, there's Mm -hmm. no way. So I just, I was so impressed with her bravery. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I did think she folded a little quickly when she found out that he had been lying to her yeah but again i think maybe to your point like they're in the middle of war right he was injured Mm -hmm. like what what good is it to just like sit there and stew and be like right like what does it matter when you like this person anyways both people exactly so so we'll see Mm -hmm. we'll see but no i i thought she was very brave Mm mm-hmm um, some quotes that I thought was interesting at one point, I think she was talking to, was it Addie? Was that the friend? Mm-hmm. Um, she says regarding, uh, Roman, she says, I'm coming to love him in two different ways, face to face and word to word. And I just, I think it's so interesting to fall in love with someone via word first yeah, before you ever actually like interact with them. Yeah. Like I thought that was a really cool concept. I like that too. Um, I liked when she says, like, I don't think you realize how strong you are because sometimes strength isn't swords and steel and fire as we are so often made to believe. Sometimes it's found in quiet, gentle places. Wait. I know. One I thought was like kind of challenging and like, I feel like would probably resonate with a lot of people. Um, she writes, I love the words I write until I soon realize how much I hate them as if I am destined to always be at war within myself. Hmm. You know what? Mm -hmm. To that point, I think it's so interesting because while there was like a literal Mm -hmm. war happening, there were multiple wars within themselves being fought as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like there was war on multiple fronts where it was like Roman's war with his like father Mm -hmm. and his like responsibility to marry and do these things. And there was her war to, you know, break out of her home and to reach out for her brother and be brave and go into a space that like Mm -hmm. she shouldn't necessarily be in right their war to like stay together Mm -hmm. in the insanity of it all and with the lies and the typewriter it's just yeah 
War was the theme of this book in so many ways. For sure. Yeah. The war within forests to fight Dakra's like power and to go pursue his sister. Mm-hmm. Just all the things. Yeah. Hmm. Any other things that stood out? I love that the typewriters are magic. Yeah. I just think that was like such a cool thing. Cause at first I was like, Oh, it's like the Lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Like it's taking it into Narnia yes. kind of thing. But then I was like, no, it's the typewriter. And I thought <laughs> that was such like a cool story that it's like their grandma is like that his Nan, like Roman's Nan knew who she was and yeah. was like so excited that he was like falling for her. Yeah. And I just like, I loved that. And I'm like curious, like if in the second book, if that third typewriter is going to come into play at all, the one that's like in the <gasps> well, museum. Ooh. Cause it's like, there was three. So I'm like, that's a good point. Are they going to be like sending stuff through that? Like, is that how they're going to relay information? I don't know. I just thought it was like such a cool thing that it was like these three best friends all shared like how interesting typewriters. I thought it was such a cool like concept. I love that. So I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I like loved about this book. I mean, I love the found family aspect to it mm. where it's just like, you know, this like she's not even older. She was like in her 30s. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You know, taking in war correspondence and like yeah. giving them a home and like just teaching was, them the ropes. Like it was a nice little respite from right. the war. It felt like it was truly a little like safe space for them all with the garden. Yeah, and all that good stuff. It was just sweet. So, but yeah. yeah, so I enjoyed it. But I'm very curious, like what other? Because I feel like there's been some mixed reviews on this one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just curious what everybody else thinks. Let us know, and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.